Scripture reading this morning is from the book of Isaiah as we continue our reading through the Old Testament prophet. We'll be reading in chapter 44 this morning, verses 8, I'm sorry, 9 through 28, the end of the chapter. This is found printed on the back of your bulletin. However, the last eight verses are not printed on the back of your bulletin, so you'll have to listen more carefully to those as we read through this. These verses in Isaiah 44 come on the heels of the The statement at the end of verse 8 from our reading last week, Is there a God besides me? There is no rock. I know not any. There's the exclusive claim of the one true and living God, the only source of refuge and satisfaction for his people. And so then Isaiah goes on into an extended discourse on the foolish nature of idolatry, the the inability of man-made idols to satisfy the ones who so intricately set about crafting them. The the modern reader perhaps might read this and sneer at such pagan simple-mindedness. Crafting a wooden statue or what have you, we would never do something like that. But in reality, how much time and care and devotion mankind dedicates and spends in seeking to find satisfaction from things that are utterly incapable of delivering any satisfaction. Perhaps it's a relationship, perhaps it's children, family, work, hobbies, what have you. This is no different from the absurdity of the ancient craftsman of a man-made idol. Ultimately, the sad thing about our addiction to idol-making as mankind is not just that someone would seek satisfaction from something incapable of delivering it, but that our idols destroy us. Verse 20 says, He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart has led him astray, and he cannot deliver himself or say, Is there not a lie in my right hand? In the end, anything other than the faith in the living and true God through the work of his Son, the Lord Jesus, will result in our eternal destruction. What's the antidote antidote to the idol-seeking, idol-making tendency of the hearts of man? It's to turn to the one alone who can provide and who does deliver lasting satisfaction. That's the way the chapter ends. Uh, There's a grand description of the reality of all that the Lord is for his people, their redeemer, their savior, their, their maker, the one who delivers them from all evil and trouble, the one true and living God. The antidote to our idolatry is worship of the right and living and true God. Well, with these thoughts in mind, let us then give attention to the reading of the holy word of God. Isaiah 44, beginning in verse 9. All who fashion idols are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. Their witnesses neither see nor know that they may be put to shame. Who fashions a god or or casts an idol that is profitable for nothing? Behold, all his companions shall be put to shame, and the craftsmen are only human. Let them all assemble, let them stand forth. They shall be terrified, they shall be put to shame together. The ironsmith takes a cutting tool and works it over the coals. He fashions it with hammers and works it with his strong arm. He becomes hungry and his strength fails. He drinks no water and is faint. The carpenter stretches a line. He marks it out with a pencil. He shapes it with planes and marks it with a compass. He shapes it into the figure of a man with the beauty of a man to dwell in a house. 
He cuts down cedars or he chooses a cypress tree or an oak tree and lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a cedar and the rain nourishes it. Then it becomes fuel for a man. He takes a part of it and warms himself. He kindles a fire and bakes bread. Also, he makes a god and worships it. He makes it an idol and falls down before it. Half of it he burns in the fire. Over the half he eats meat. He roasts it and is satisfied. Also, he warms himself and says, Aha, I am warm. I have seen the fire. And the rest of it he makes into a god, his idol, and falls down to it and worships it. He prays to it and says, Deliver me, for you are my God. They know not, nor do they discern, for he has shut their eyes so that they cannot see, and their hearts so that they cannot understand. No one considers, nor is there knowledge or discernment to say, Half of it I burned in the fire. I also baked bread on its coals. I roasted meat and have eaten. And shall I make the rest of it an abomination? Shall I fall down before a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart has led him astray, and he cannot deliver himself or say, Is there not a lie in my right hand? Remember these things, O Jacob, and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you. You are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, O depths of the earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, O forest and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and will be glorified in Israel. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of liars and makes fools of diviners, who turns wise men back and makes their knowledge foolish, who confirms the word of his servant and fulfills the counsel of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, she shall be inhabited, and of the cities of Judah, they shall be built, and I will raise up their ruins. Who says to the deep, be dry, I will dry up your rivers. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and he shall fulfill all my purpose, saying of Jerusalem, she shall be built, and of the temple, your foundation shall be laid. May the Lord be pleased with the reading and the hearing of his holy word.